Hi, my lovies. It's Christina with Karma's Eye Psychic LLC here on Universal Spirit Podcast. Um, today we'll be talking about magic in the land of China. Um, there's a lot of, you know, mysticism and folklore throughout the Middle East. Um, we focused on Islam and Egyptian magic on the last episode um, and how we're going to be moving a little bit more Eastern to China um, and giving, you know, the ideas and, you know, practices of that particular culture. Um, so please like, share, follow, and subscribe to this channel. This episode is going to be rather, rather short, um, just given a lot of the information that we know already about the, the land of China, right? It's one of the most populated places on the planet of over 2 billion people who live there because, you know, the, the land is peaceful and beautiful and it's rich. Um, it's, you know, communist, obviously, um, but people tend to be happier living in China. Um, dating back to about the 16, I'll say 1600s, um, the Qing dynasty, which is pronounced or which, which is actually spelled Q-I-N-G, the Qing dynasty, which lasted 1644 to 1911, <laughs> um, there were some laws and some codes uh, against witchcraft. Um, first, to give you some background about how they think of witchcraft in during that time, was that if you were involved in any type of spiritual work or witchcraft, you were from a low sector of society. You were very poor, you were very ignorant, you were very outcasted, you were, you were not a mainstream person, you did not work a um, fulfilling or even meaningful job, you really were just basically begging for attention if you happened to be a part of any type of Wicca or witchcraft. Um, they really saw it as a really low form of uh, Culture, a low culture, so, supposedly, so to speak, uh, like like a low form of employment, so to speak. Um, and you were a person that probably did not get very good employment. Um, they had a lot of um, low opinions of witchcraft. However, the, the law that they had um, was that if you were suspected or, you know, you even bragged about it and you were able to cause a... A person harmed due to witchcraft, you actually would go to jail. Um, if you cause them to be sick, if you cause them to lose their wealth, uh, if you cause someone's marriage to break up, you would actually be jailed. Um, they believe in this thing called the coup in China, which basically is a spirit or spirits, um, spirits for sorcery, spirits for witchcraft, um, for the coup and come and get you, or to have a coup of people against you, like a clan, so to speak. Um, they have another thing called, uh, if I could pronounce it right, uh, Jiao Sun, uh, which is considered to be soul stealing, uh, not just stealing physical possessions, but almost making somebody lose their mind, um, which would be a form of, you know, 
witchcraft or sorcery that you cause them to lose their mind or you have sent demonic spirits their way or if they complained about having nightmares after offending you um you know because witchcraft was almost like gang violence um back in these days Anyway, um, during the Qing Dynasty, there was a thing called the Qing Code. Uh, the Qing Code is that witchcraft is punishable nearly to the extent of your offense. You know, so if you were to cause someone's marriage to break up, you would be jailed for like six months. Um, and, or you'd be forced to basically reverse the spell. Uh, otherwise, you would stay in jail. And you would stay in jail until the, the, the curse was reversed and until they were showing results of it being reversed. So you really, you really could not get away with harming anyone um, during this King Dynasty um, by any means, by physical means, social means, or even by witchcraft. They were very um, hip to the idea that people could commit witchcraft as a crime or as a means to harm people. Okay, um, for those of you who are familiar with Chinese uh, or, you know, Eastern Asian uh, superstitions, you guys would be familiar with feng shui, about, you know, putting your furniture, um, colors in your home, certain types of textures in your home, um, windows, doors, mirrors, um, and etc. in order to bring in wealth, wellness, um, to live your best life, to have a more positive attitude. They consider that to be like magic, uh, magic mixed with science, you know, mixed with a lot of psychological, um, you know, benefits and um, psychological grooming or just, you know, psychological discipline um, to keep you, you know, in a positive mindset and to be mindful of your space that your all your spaces that you um, inhabit are to be mindfully prosperous. You're supposed to be in spaces that are going to make you prosperous. So feng shui um, is very, very popular in, you know, Eastern Asian culture. Uh, Another superstitious uh, form of sorcery or protection in Chinese culture would be bakwa. Uh, It'd be these mirrors that you would put off, put up to ward off uh, demonic spirits, evil spirits, um, diabolicals, to keep them out of your space, that they were to come near you, um, they would then float into these mirrors and go back into their world. Or the opposite would happen. They would see the mirror and then it'd be reflected back. Whatever they're trying to send you would then be sent back to them. Uh, there's another way of, there's divination, and one of the oldest divination uh, tools used is called wugu. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, uh, which is bone reading. Uh, you find this during the same time as the Sumerian culture was, in fact, um, developing. Uh, Sumerian culture is just as old as East Asian culture, so it goes back a ways. Um, that you would they, they would read bones, just like casting bones now in Wiccan and Norse pagan uh, cultures. In East Asia, they would actually read turtle shell bones, mostly because turtle shell bones were very, very big. You can divide them up. If you were to look at turtle shell bones, they're actually like puzzle pieces where you could actually break them into, you know, individual pieces. And also turtles were very much available to people. Okay, so uh, it was easy to get your hands on turtle bones, especially to use them for divination. 
Um, turtle bones in general are in fact very beautiful. They have patterns on them, so it's not like they had to make them or sculpt them. Um, and turtles were considered a sacred animal, uh, or they still are actually in you know East Asian culture. Um, very peaceful, very slow moving, very practical um, uh, animal. It represents peace, uh, it represents slow moving, and re basically represents not to stress yourself out in life at all. That to be like the turtle is to live very long, especially if you take forever to do everything. <laughs> uh, another form of divination that did begin in Middle Eastern uh, Asia uh, is tea leaf reading because tea is highly and heavily popular in China. Okay, and tea leaf reading for divination to see the future, to see the past, to see your present situation, to understand energy, to understand, um, you know, just who you are, your truth and all that comes from reading tea leaves. You put the, t the leaves in your tea, you drink it, and wherever they fall, wherever they get sucked to the cup, whether it's the cup or the, the tray, or even if they were to be casted after drinking the tea, um, would definitely tell you about your your future or about anything that you're trying to know. It would show pictures um, of faces. It could be demons, spirits, angels. It could be ancestors. Um, they had a really good, very in-depth way of reading tea leaves uh, as a form of divination. But that's all I have for today for you lovies. I was hoping to make a longer episode, but I am quite tired. However, you can like, share, follow, and subscribe for a part two. Uh, I could possibly come out with that as early as Friday morning. Um, and we can talk more about uh, witchcraft and uh, superstitions in the land of China. So please, this is Christina with Karma's Eye Psychic LLC here on Universal Spirit Podcast. Please shout out your ideas, your thoughts, and what you think I might have left out besides everything. Um, <laughs> just give me an idea of what you would like to hear on this podcast, and we'll sit down and we'll definitely talk about it. All right, loveys, I'll see you later. Love you. Bye.